We're back to the Neil Haley Show, and I'm excited to welcome my guest, Colonel Daniel Cederman. And Colonel Daniel Cederman is the director of the U.S. Army Reserve Installation Management Directorate. And he joins us to explain the Army Reserve's mission to conserve resources and how even small changes can make at home can have a big impact. Uh, Colonel Cederman, thanks for stopping by. How are you? Oh, great, great. Thank you for having me, Neil. All right. So basically, tell us a little about your background, and we're going to get right into the interview. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Um, so my background, I'm the, uh, the director of the Armored Reserve Installation Management Directorate. And really, my portfolio is looking after the 4,000-plus Armored Reserve facilities and making sure that they can properly enable our Armored Reserve soldiers to uh, to execute their missions both at home and, and overseas. Uh, as for myself, I've been in the Army for about 24 years been with uh, active duty units uh, as well as army reserve units throughout that time and uh, just a pleasure to be here awesome let's talk about what are some of the threats to our energy resources definitely so the threats when we look at from an army reserve perspective it's kind of in two buckets so the first one being natural disasters or natural threats such as you know hurricanes flooding wildfires things that we've seen uh, definitely throughout the year and then also man-made so cyber attacks you know, such as the ransomware attack on the colonial pipeline or direct attacks to the infrastructure. So energy access is essential for the Army Reserve to accomplish this mission, just like it is for, for any American. Uh, so what we're looking at is how do we mitigate those threats? And what we're thinking is uh, through our energy and water resiliency program, uh, in order to provide that uninterrupted access to energy and water. And that's going to allow us to maintain operations so we can support other federal agencies uh, and the American people in times of crisis. Why look to the Army Reserve for energy co conservation ideas? It's a good question. Uh, so the Army Reserve, as you know, yeah, we're citizen soldiers. So we are a part of the communities and our reserve centers are scattered throughout the United States. In fact, we have about 190,000 uh, soldiers and civilians across 2,000 plus units across all the different states. And the Army Reserve Energy and Water Program focuses on achieving energy security through collaboration. And we're looking at stakeholders within the industry to find out exactly what are the best practices and what are the, the best systems that we can put in place because we need to be good stewards of the taxpayer dollars. And so some examples uh, of what we're looking at uh, would be Fort Hunter Liggett in California. That's one of our installations out there. We just recently put in a microgrid. So an energy microgrid is under construction with the overall effect that we want to get to net zero out there. And what that means is we want that installation to be able to operate completely off grid. And these are real world issues that we're trying to, uh, to solve with these resiliency uh, improvements, because as a Hunter Liggett, as you know, the wildfires in California were affecting that area significantly. So power was cut off to Fort Hunter Liggett, but it still needed to maintain its mission to support those firefighters in Northern California and Oregon. And with some of these conservation and resiliency efforts, we've been able to do that. And they were able to facilitate the, those firefighting efforts, which actually are still going on today. So tell me, like, the, how these, uh, how do you go about doing that to make sure that you have these notable energy conservation measures? put in place? Good question. So really, it all starts with that strategic level plan. And so what we have is uh, we partnered with the Department of Energy, and uh, they have helped us see ourselves through what's called the installation energy and water plans. And what they've done is they've gone out and looked at all of our installations and facilities, 
and um, kind of helped us analyze our mission sets and look to see where we need to put these limited taxpayer dollars uh, to provide the best bang for the buck. So where do we need those resiliency efforts? So Fort Hunter Liggett was one uh, down in Puerto Rico and Texas. The Southeast, or correct, yes, the Southeast is, is really something we focus on because of all the hurricanes that come through there. And once we understand that, we're able to kind of target those dollars. And we've had a bunch of successes in 2020. Um, we've had overall energy consumption down about 8%, uh, energy use intensity down about 7.5%. We've been able to put in about 13 gigawatt hours worth of renewable energy, which is equivalent to about powering 2,000 uh, homes for about a year. So definitely making some progress there. What are things we can do to help with energy conservation, especially in our homes? It's such an important thing to do. Well, as you know, everyone is part of the solution. And you know, even small changes uh, that you implement at work or at home add up to significant energy savings. Um, so some things um, like powering down lights and electronics when they're not in use, turning on energy savings modes, using natural light whenever possible. The thermostat is always a big controversial issue at home, I'm sure. But each one of these kind of adds a little bit in the overarching uh, reduction and savings over time comes out to a considerable amount. And those are similar to the kinds of things that we're trying to do in the Army Reserve. So we have those savings and are able to move those savings into our more operational needs so we can support the communities. Where's there more information we can learn more about what's going on and how we can, can serve and stuff? Where's the best place to go? Uh, well, the best place to go is uh, www.usar.army.mil, and this has a lot more information on energy conservation, which I could talk all day about, but uh, if you want to see some more information, you can go there. And then other, I guess one other question I have for you in, in this process is, if we do these things, what are we going to see change? Can we bring back some of the things that have been happening in the environment uh, that can change through this process, through us really conserving energy? What, how can we kind of catch back up in a way, you know, from all the things that have happened as you talk about the wildfires and everything like that? Well, from our perspective, I, I think it's in two parts. So the, the first part is, you know, how do we deal with those threats? And, and through that resiliency piece, we are going to be able to uh, ensure our operational capability as citizen soldiers and our commitment to the American people. So even if the grids go down, like happened in Texas during the ice storm, we're going to be able to get out there and still complete our mission and still support the American population. And from a conservation side, you know, every kilowatt hour that we conserve is, you know, less load on the power grid and it will allow us to kind of maximize the effectiveness of all the power that we have and, uh, and be able to sustain that into the future. All right, well, fabulous. Thank you, thank you again for stopping by and I appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, Neil, thank you for having me and uh, have a good rest of your day. You too, take care, thanks. All right, bye-bye. You're listening to Neil Haley's show and we'll be back in just a moment.